Welcome to the Penny Peep Show. When dressing to look the part, it's hard to know where to start. Uh, it's hard to know where to start when dressing to look the part. Okay, that's not my best. Smell that, failed dreams and farmhands. Sheep? A fresh start. No, goat. It's goat. No, Tabby, I answered the question. Was I right? Technically, yes. I smell goat and sheep. I win? Sure. What do I win? Bragging rights. Good. Let's find a tavern so I can start bragging fights. Rights, not fights. Hugs, not drugs. What? I agree that we find a tavern post-haste. I need to start drinking so I can forget the whole unleashing an ancient evil on an unsuspecting world thing. It's a new day and we're in a new town and you have new hair. New, new, new. Thank you for reminding me. If you see any weavers selling dye, do shout. Hopefully I can rid myself of this abominable snowy streak. I like it. Thank you, Tabitha. However, I do not like what it reminds me of. Hey, hey, hey. Now is not the time to reflect or reminisce or regret or remind ourselves of what a horrible job we've done so far. How about a round of fresh start ales for breakfast? Can it be wine? Can it be vegetarian? You two would be the worst wedding guests. A capital wine for a capital lady. Charmer. And an adulterated fresh veggie juice for our own fresh veggie. I don't get it. Just drink. A new day, a new business plan. Agreed. I was under the impression heroes saved villages from fires, not lit the torches that doomed them. It's a process. We're finding our feet. They're usually wherever you've left your toes. Which can sometimes be up a client. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, may I interrupt your day drinking? You don't have to interrupt. We can drink while you talk. We are highly skilled. I am Gregor. Gregor is a weird name. It is. My friends and I have a wager. Are you travelling merchants? Or perhaps you are women who perform, well, salacious acts for coin? I think you're all about to lose your coin. We're the skanks' saviors. We're jobbing heroes with a twist. Me and Tabby here are a couple of whores, and Omelia is a court-appointed sorceress, helping these young women train to be adventurers. Wow, really? It is a programme devised by the king himself. We are trying to elevate women's self-esteem through diversifying their skills, teaching self-defense and that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. She's our teacher. It is a very new thing. Beta testing at this point. Do not look it up. You don't look like a court-appointed sorceress. And how, might I ask, should a court-appointed sorceress look? Well, you know, armor and robes and amulets. You all look fitted for a place like... Well, this tavern... Funny that. You see, we're appealing to a specific niche market. Working girl meets wanderer. Babe meets badass. So we appreciate your input, but we're fine. See the streak in my hair? 
I earned this in a near-fatal encounter with a haunting orb of damned spirits. Our cloth may not say much, but our scars tell stories. I have earned my title. And I smelled goats and sheep. I have earned my bragging rights. Apologies. No offense intended. <laughs> Good luck with the program. Um, what was that? That was cool! Yes, it was the coolest thing you've ever done. But what was it? I want armor. Proper armor that adventurers wear. Where is this coming from? I love it. I just want to know where this newfound awesomeness is stemming from for future reference. Alvis mentioned it too. We don't look the part. And you're going to take the advice of the psychotic warlock overlord who wants to subjugate all civilization? Yes. His evil doings do not make him wrong on all accounts. Besides, were you not terribly fond of his inclusivity? He did emphasize the enslavement of all civilization as equals. Men, women, children, gnomes. Perhaps he wasn't so bad. I still think he's bad. Yes, he was. Well, still is. But I'm simply saying that our unorthodox wares have been observed on multiple occasions. We don't look the part, but I love our aesthetic, and I'm still convinced that is what is going to get us work. Our prostituting prologue is going to set us up for a real rags-to-riches glory story. Besides, you've always been so proud of your artistry as a courtesan. True. In the capital, I had pride. But then I was forced out of my home after I seduced a visiting monarch's daughter and sullied her virtue with my irresistible charisma, a lace gown, and a single lit candle. That's kind of hot. I'd watch that. Is that the true story? But now all I want is some new clothes and a little respect. Shopping! And to use our secret weapon to give that man, Gregor, herpes. Revenge! I can't tell if you're talking about the relic or your vagina. How dare you? But in truth, whichever gets the job done faster. This is shaping into my favorite kind of sun time. Tabby, you know the word day. You've used it before. A little native orc livens any talk-talk time. Yes, I think a ten will do nicely. Hey, Gregor! What? By the gods! You have herpes now! How? Magic. How do you know it worked? I do not know if it worked. Keep walking. Hello. So you want to take the lead on this one? It is my idea, so yes. Okay, go ahead. Talking isn't as easy as it looks. Definitely ask him why he's cursed. Naturally. That would be a rookie error. Ha ha ha. Let's all laugh at the halfling that released a cataclysmic evil through her poor investigation skills. <laughs> <laughs> Don't actually laugh, you callous cows. Oh there. I hear the giggles of maidens in my forge. Hello? Oh, um, yes. Hello. Apologies. Did our mirth distract you from your, um, hammering? <laughs> Hardly. Me name is Grink, and I'm the blacksmith in this here town. Are ye uh, the Skanks' saviors? You've heard of them? Uh, the Skanks' saviors? Oh, I... Uh, may I ask how? I was under the impression they were a relatively new addition to the questing scene. Well, words all over town. The Skanks' saviors, sorceress, magicked away young Gregor's member. Away? Young magicked 
Is that a verb? Ah, who knows? All town is raving about it. One moment, the lad is drinking with his mates, the witch yells something, and then he goes to relieve himself, and there's nothing there to relieve. H- how young is young? Only 16 or so. Not quite a man. Well, I suppose he'll never be quite a man now. His love sausage is gone? Forever? That's an oddly romantic language disparity for an orc. He was a miner. Oi, and his... Uh, Pecker, Willy, uh, Love Sausage, or however you want to dress it up, uh, is nowhere to be found. That's tragic. So young. Dress it up? Does it Does it wear tiny hats? Was that you're doing, then? Are ye the skank's saviours? No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Don't mind her. She's ill. Traumatised. Foreign. I'm a vegetarian. Oh, I understand. Had a veggie in my family, too. Well, glad to hear you weren't behind that nasty business. Especially seeing as it's his birthday, too. Oh, come on. It's true. And after he tragically lost his mother to a rare and aggressive strain of herpes just last week. We would like to purchase some armour. Then you're in the right place. Let me see what I can do for ye. You certainly don't want to be running around dressed like a bunch of whores. Actually. Of course not. There you go. What are those? That's state-of-the-art adamantine chest armour. They look more like... Tiny nipple hats! I am inclined to agree. Oi! You just pop them on your wee lady nips and you're good to go. Is there a second part, an actual chest plate piece? (laughs) You're new to this, aren't you? A little. However, the questing folk I have met tend to be more covered. Were they men? I suppose so. Ah, well, there's your problem. You shouldn't have chosen to be a girl if you weren't prepared for the task. Choose? We didn't choose. What my companion means to say is, do you have anything a little more modest? Well, it would be a downgrade, but there is this. That's a metal bikini. Sword! Tabitha. It shows off my tough tummy bum. (sighs) Very well. Do you have anything lighter? Something for a magic user, perhaps? That's a lace bikini. What a hood! I will freeze to death and then be stabbed. No, this is an enchanted lace bikini. It's surprisingly durable and elasticated, so you don't have to stress about bloating during your monthly massacre. That's considerate, but also sexist. I'm so confused. No deal. I'll throw in a pair of sleeves held to your upper arms with ribbons and a long skirt with runic peekaboo cutouts down the sides. And people will take me seriously as a sorceress if I wear this? Of course. Only wenches and peasants cover their limbs and butt cheeks. No great heroine ever achieved anything in a practical set of chainmail. Oh, but what about our niche, Amelia? Think <sighs> of the niche. We'll never get a job saving lives if we look like we need saving. This is what you wanted. Fine. I'll take a low-cut leather vest and a pair of your stealthiest assless chaps. Excellent choice. Uh, Should we try them on? No need. One size fits all. But how? I don't know. Just does. He's right. And you know this because... Don't know. Just do. That's the right attitude. In which case, how do we settle payment? I take the king's coin and occasionally trade for salvaged supplies or favours. We have coin. How does 38 gold pieces sound? (laughs) It sounds like a joke. (laughs) The best joke I've heard in years, mind you. But a joke nonetheless. If I were trading for laughs, I'd let you take the whole lot gift-wrapped. 
don't keep me up to me eyeballs in hell. <laughs> this hall is worth at least 2,000 gold. But in materials alone, this couldn't cost more than a handful of silver. You're keen to be taken seriously? Pay the price. Or you can keep looking like a bunch of daft lasses with too many tits and too little sense. What was that? My knees. They creak. It sounded like dice. Yes. It's a rare disease that causes them to rattle. Gamble Box's knee, they call it. Yes. It is a seriously debilitating ailment. And without a new set of trousers, it is certain to get worse. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't know. And now you do. Your inflammatory prices clearly discriminate against the differently abled, and you can be sure we will be taking this to the local lord. Hey, now, hold up a second. I honestly didn't know. You just look like another silly woman with dreams of grandeur, not a gamble box knee survivor. I try not to draw attention to it. What's well, nothing to be ashamed of, you hear? It's one thing to have ovaries, but I won't have it be said that Grink the Blacksmith discriminates against the differently abled. What the hell is wrong with my ovaries? Nothing yet, Daisy. But if we do not get you a fresh set of leather assless chaps, who knows where the disease will spread to? It pains me to agree, but I do. Pain? Should I carry you? You know what? Yes. Please carry me. Far away from this patriarchal bullshit. Whoa. Hold her firm. It is going to be a long and righteous walk to the Lord's estate. Let's work something out. If you haven't got the coin, you could do me a favour in exchange for the armour. What kind of favour? A sexy favour? What? For me, you mean? <laughs> Gods, no. I'm gay. Is that why you hate women? I don't hate women. But you... What kind of favour would suffice? Marta, me cousin, has been having trouble with a local loan shark. She's a sweet thing with three little bairns to boot. And since the death of her wife, she hasn't been able to keep up with the repayments. I help her as best I can, but she's got debt coming out her arse. Does she poop writ of debt? No, but she's shitting herself over this loan shark and his thugs. If you can get them to leave her alone, I'll give you all the armour for free. We can't even pay for the armour. How are we going to cover her debt? You're adventurers, aren't you? Get him to forgive the debt, or kill him, or get Marta out of town. I don't know, just get him off her back. This is perfect! This is the kind of redemptive quest we've been looking for! And why are you looking for redemption? Feeling guilty over a certain missing appendage? Of course not. We are simply trying to redeem Ovaries! Our... Yep. Damn these infernal egg balls. Time to make up for all those years of childbearing and perpetuating life on this planet. We will return when we have done the job. You're welcome for my gamble box knee. I believe Tabitha coined the term. Thank you, Tabitha. Oh, you're welcome. That was my persuasion role, though. I did not ask for your help, and yet I gave it freely. I'm generous like that. And too reliant on that damned relic. You're just sore because when you use it, you torch a tavern. Or trap yourself in an orb of spirits. Or sever a child's genitals. He is not a child. He is a young adult. He'll be okay. He has plenty of other things he can stick in happy holes. It is true. But what I lack in luck, I make up in skill. You almost had us admit to being the... Skank saviors. Yeah, it's probably for the best that we have to ditch that title. Butch bitches! We have an entire town demanding the violent slaughter of the butch bitches. That's her! Because a dwarven woman, 
dressed in mourning, sobbing in the streets, clutched by three young children. She is the very picture of distress. Marta! Oh, more of you? Oh, can't you leave poor widow alone? Grink sent us. We are here to help you with your debt trouble. Yeah? Oh, God bless you. The blighters are in my house right now, tearing it apart for scrap. You have to stop them. I'm good at stopping things. Tabitha, no! Plan! Strategy! We will return victorious. We will return victorious? That Gregor kid really got to you, didn't he? You made me do this, and I never do anything at a less than exceptional standard. <laughs> Admit it, you love being a hero. I don't know yet. Let us do something heroic and I will see how I feel. We're too late! Tabitha's already ripped the door off its bloody hinges. And by the looks of it, the limbs of the bloody corpses. Tabby, where are you? Here. Whoa! Is that a ribcage? <laughs> yes. Oh, are you okay? Did they hurt you? No. They wouldn't have had time to. We were only a couple of minutes behind you. There must be about ten bodies in here. Only five. Just ripped up. Any reason why you felt the need to eviscerate them? I, I don't mean to question your methods. Great job, by the way. But it does feel needlessly violent. <laughs> oh, gods, no. I'm sorry, Tabby. I didn't mean to make you feel bad. I love what you've done. The gore is wonderful and so... <laughs> Vibrant. I didn't do it. They were already torn up when I got here. And I really wanted to do it. I haven't torn someone up in such a long time. But you're still a vegetarian, right? Yes. Of course. Sorry. It looks like some other do-gooders beat us to the punch. The punch and the hack and the slash and the stomp. I guess we go back and tell Marta then. Yes, let us do that. Feel heroic. <coughs> Marta! Oh, more of you? Oh, can't you leave poor widow alone? No, Marta. Where are the women you met a moment ago? Helping you with the debtors? Yeah. Oh, God bless you. The blighters are in my house right now, tearing it apart for scrap. You have to stop them. Actually, they've been stopped. Stopped a long time ago. Too many flies. <sighs> the blighters are in my house right now, tearing it apart for scrap. No, that's what we just said. You have to stop them. Daisy, something is not right here. Hmm. Deja vu. Gesundheit. Meaning everything is the same as before. Oh, I see. She's broken. As in from the experience? No, just broken. It happens sometimes. People just keep saying the same things over and over and over and over and over. But why? Don't know. Just do. We can't help her? No, we have to. I want that damnable magic lace bikini. Marta! Amelia, let it go. I mean, technically, the debtors are dealt with. Perhaps that will be enough for Grink. Whoa! 
That was fast. We are nothing if not efficient. And sexy. And strong. And professional, for that matter. And women. Oh, true. And sentient, then? The deed is done. Marta has no reason to fear the debtors. Although she chooses to. And we've come to collect our reward. Ha! Nice try. I've heard no news of Marta's troubles being solved. Come back when the job is done. But it is done. Admittedly not by us, but done nonetheless. I would have done it better. Naturally. With less gore and more art. I would have sorted spines and skulls from hand pointies and feet pointies. Yeah, artistically. Gross, but artistically. Ha! Nice try. I've heard no news of Marta's troubles being solved. Come back when the job is done. How dare you question my integrity? Amelia. No, I am tired of defending myself. I cannot win. As a courtesan, I am treated like an object. And now, as an adventurer, I am treated as a liar. Is there anything I can do in this God's forsaken land that will not be scrutinized and criticized within an inch of... Amelia. He's broke. Hardly. With prices like these, he probably sleeps betwixt silken sheets and dresses in damask undergarments. He's like Marta. Listen. Grink, you call yourself a dwarf? All your ball hair woven together wouldn't make enough rope to bind a particularly solid fart, let alone a lover. Ha! Nice try. I've heard no news of Marta's troubles being solved. Come back when the job is done. Oh, for the love of fate. Grink, I would call you an incompetent boob, but a boob at least has the decency to be aesthetically pleasing. Ha! Nice try. I've heard no news of Marta's troubles being solved. Come back when the job is done. Grink, your forge smells like a butt, and you look like a butt. Uh, butt. Why, thank ye for noticing. Now come back when you've helped Marta. I have an idea. I am not sure I can trust that you feel sneakier. I don't need you to trust me. I just need you to go along with the plan. Which would require me to trust you. You see the lack of logic, yes? You look sneakier. Well, of course she does. Any two-toed child can wrap a scrap of dark material over their face and play bandit. I disagree. With only two toes, a child couldn't possibly maintain the balance to stand. Or sneak. Feet pointies help you sneak. Stealing does not feel very heroic. Admittedly, this isn't how I wanted it to go down. But we don't have much of a choice. We did everything right. And we still didn't win. So, we find a new way in. Oh, I guess it's okay then. Of course it is. In fact, it's expected. This sort of creative, out-of-the-box approach is what will define us in the history books. Theft is hardly creative. But it is an art. Besides, you're going to look so commanding and sensual in that lacy armor. (laughs) That is a given. And the metal underwear would help me fight good. It would. Just think how unencumbered by clothes you'll be when you're wearing nothing but a metal thong. You have no interest in armor, though. What is in this for you? I'll get those fancy chaps. And I'll admit I like the challenge. But truthfully, the chance to do something for my friends means a lot. Oh, that's lovely, Daisy. All right. How are we going to ruin somebody else's life today? I'll use the relic first. Then you two take it and hurry over to that abandoned stable and make some sort of distraction to draw Grink out. Why do you need the relic if you're feeling so confident of your newfound thieving inclinations? A little extra luck never hurts anyone. Except everyone Amelia burnt to death in the pint and ball. Exactly. Can we please keep the luck to a minimum? I never said you had to use it. 
An eight. I can work with that. Wish me luck. Not funny. Break a leg. Oh, but not yours. You two. Break Grinks if you have to, but don't let him see you. Uh, wait, so you're just leaving us now? Yeah, now or never, right? No, that is a ridiculous ultimatum. There is now, or ten minutes from now, or tomorrow. I've rolled. I've got to go. Uh, what kind of distraction are we making? I don't know. You're magical. Make a fire or something. That is not even remotely funny. It's a little funny. Whee! Woohoo! All right, Tabitha. Shall we try something that does not involve fire? Stabbing? Or stabbing. Sex? No, Tabitha, not... Actually, that might be an idea. Oh, wait. Grink doesn't like ladies. And Daisy said he can't see us. But he will not see us. He will see Jonathan, the strapping human beard connoisseur just in town for business. A ship passing in the night. Mm, there's no dock here. Hey, Tabby, are you still into butt stuff? We're closed. Come back in the morning. <coughs> are you deaf or just disrespectful of workers' rights? I said we're naked. Why are you naked? I am Jonathan. I am a ship in the night. I'm sorry? I am a beard con in a sewer. Ah, okay. Nice to meet you, Jonathan. Where's the lads that have put you up to this? Anyone who makes you strip down and pretend to be a ship isn't really your friend, okay? How much are they promising you? A gold piece? Five? (laughs) Here, I'll give it to you if you put your clothes on and head home. Do you like butt stuff? All right, Johnny boy. Now that's just inappropriate. I like butt stuff. Oh, wait. Are you asking me out? I have a blanket and some ale in the barn next door. A ship in the night, you say? Yes, but there is no duck here. Don't think about it. (laughs) You're a funny one, Johnny boy. But... I'm not one for sleeping with men I've just met in abandoned barns. Oh, why not? When did you last do something exciting and, and crazy? Uh, something for you. Don't worry about your family or your forge. When did you last enjoy butt stuff? will be like I was never here. Except for the fact that all of the items we were hoping to purchase will be missing. What in the nine hells? You're meant to be creating a diversion. Tabby has Grink well in hand, thanks to a little polymorphic wonder of my own design. Really? Do you know how long it will last? Of course. And how long is that? Long enough for you to steal what we need, as well as a few other things to throw him off our particular bikini ordering scent. Look at you, you clever cookie, with chocolatey chunks of sorcery and deliciously chewy ideas. Have you eaten today? Not since breakfast ale. It's killing me. Now, do me a favour and keep watch. Give me some sort of signal through the window if Grink is on his way back. How can I signal in the dark from 50 feet away? Fire, Amelia. (sighs) Obviously. Just a little one, I suppose. Just a spark. I'll keep an eye out. I absolutely loathe voyeurism. Such a base fetish. Let us make this peak brief. Oh my, are they already spooning? (laughs) Jonathan is quite the smooth operator. (gasps) Wait, no, no, no. Grink, stop. Stop putting your trousers on. (gasps) 
He is not a cuddler. I repeat, the dwarf does not like to cuddle. Okay, just a spark. Um... Why won't you do magic? Ugh. Maybe I'm out. Oh, gods, I don't know. I have to do something. Or roll something. God of fate, please smile on me and this roll. Guide my flame as it sparks to life, small and bright, and for the love of all that is, don't set anything alight. Motherfuck. Got your signal. And your armor. Thank you. Tabby, you're looking very bearded and naked. Thank you. So, do you know when she'll change back? No. That's okay. I'm sure it won't take long. I don't mind. It's not the whole town. Just a couple of houses. And I must say, this is one thoroughly organized militia. They've got a bell and everything. The fire will be out in no time. Ooh, that's bad. That was me man and dad's house. Oh. What the? Hey, kid. Um, hey, sweetie. Where did you come from? The forest, that house, the broken one. That was me man and dad's. <sighs> Just kill me now. I'm, I'm so sorry, kid. It's okay. Would you like to come with us? What? Certainly not. Uh, yes, please. Do you want to sit on my shoulders? Yes, please. Why are you naked? Don't worry. I'll be a lady in a metal bikini soon. Okay. <clears throat> no, Tabby. Plan, strategy. Oh, gods. Did that just happen? Yes. Our female orc friend just strode into the forest, appearing as a naked human man with a small boy on her shoulders. <laughs> Deep breaths. It's all going to work out for the best. Maybe the boy can be our squire. Or like a mascot. Hey, before everything caught fire and we inadvertently orphaned and adopted a human child, you did some great magic. And at the end of our story, that's what you'll be remembered for. Really? Because I am almost certain that they are going to focus on the fire and slaughter of the innocents. You don't know that they were innocent. That boy's parents were probably assholes. I mean, he did not respond healthily to running into a trio of strangers, including a naked man at the edge of the woods. Seriously, if he was raised by loving parents, he would have run into the village screaming, blowing our cover and damning us to brutal public execution. I believe that is all I had left. And I suppose you may be right. Of course I am. And I'm here for you, you silly elven waif of a wizard, you. And you're going to look so awesome in your new armor, with your hood and your ribbons. It is kind of ridiculous, is it not? Ridiculously ridiculous. And you know what? People will see Omelia the Sorceress, as well as Omelia the Courtesan, Omelia the Friend, Omelia the Pathological Liar, Omelia the Perfectionist, and Omelia the Person. Because that never changes. People will take us more seriously. Only because you'll take us more seriously. Think about it. I love you. (sighs) I love you too, you chubby little soothsayer. (laughs) 
Pujols and a courtesan featured the voices of Rhiannon Marshall as Daisy, Jacqueline Osorio as Omelia, Kieran Davy as Tabitha, David Moss as Gregor, Matt Graham as Grink, and Miyaka Rogers as Baron and Marta. Written by Rhiannon Marshall. Music by Andrew Chamberlain. Hi guys, it's Rhiannon, writer and the voice of Daisy. The girls are quite literally setting the world on fire. So why don't you light me up with your feedback? Build a veritable bonfire of ideas at our socials listed in the episode description below. Thank you for your support. It means literally everything to me. See you in two weeks.